0: are listening to the Project Weight Loss Podcast, where your best life is just one project away. And now, your host and life coach, Fina Perez. Hello, my dear friends. hope you're doing well, and I hope your weekend was wonderful. Ah, I feel like I got a new lease on life this weekend. I feel regenerated after this holiday break and really raring to go. My family and I traveled to Albuquerque to have Thanksgiving with my bubba my son, and of course, my new daughter-in-law, Vida. He lives in the high desert mountains of New Mexico, the Sandia Mountains. So it's in Albuquerque area. And just a quick tidbit. Did you know that Sandia means watermelon in Spanish? And you probably do. And the reason for the name is because the mountains in that region look like the color of watermelon and the mountain peaks look like watermelon wedges. (laughs) Anyway, they were beautiful. And needless to say, the hiking was amazing. I posted some pictures on my Instagram and I will link to my social media in case you want to see some of the pictures. We went sightseeing to the Sandia Peak Tramway. It's the longest aerial tram in the Americas the way to the mountain was breathtaking. The view was breathtaking and it was snowing. So it was just gorgeous out there and very, very cold in the high altitude with the high wind chill factor. We also went to Santa Fe and it was so pretty with the snow. If you haven't visited Santa Fe, I highly suggest it. Now, I'm going to share a story with you, and I actually wasn't planning on sharing it, but I thought I'd let you know about this story because it was fascinating, and it was really the reason I wanted to visit Santa Fe years ago, and I did do that. To me, Santa Fe had this pull because I had heard of the Miraculous Staircase story. It's a bit of a head-scratcher, and I have to say I love it. So the story goes that in 1878, Santa Fe, New Mexico, there were a group of nuns in the Loreto chapel. It's a chapel that really needed access to the choir loft in the chapel area, but they had no way to pay for it. So the legend goes, they prayed and prayed. And out of the blue, a carpenter shows up at this quaint little chapel. Now the catch, the space was tight and a regular staircase just wouldn't fit the bill. Enter in our mysterious carpenter. So this craftsman appears offering to build a staircase. With only basic tools and wooden pegs, he pulls off this mind-blowing spiral staircase. It's got not one, but two full 360 degree turns and stands there without any central support. And then without taking a single coin, he disappears. So they call it the miraculous staircase, because frankly, it's a bit of a head scratcher. No central support crafted with basic tools. Some call it a carpentry marvel. The chapel gets many visitors, and it's become the symbol of divine craftsmanship. (laughs) Miracles come in all shapes and sizes and spirals. (laughs) Anyway, that was a lure for me to visit years ago. But again, Santa Fe has a lot going for it. The gastronomy is crazy good, and the artwork, well let's just say other than your beautiful favorite country or location for art, well, Santa Fe can stand up to that. They are um, amazing, some of the sculptures that are there. And so we visited with my son and visited Santa Fe. It was really a nice time. Now on the exercise front, as promised and committed, I continued on my strength training routine. We also went um, to an art immersive center it was called the Meow Wolf Immersive Art Museum. And it was really fun stuff and lots of people. But in really, in essence, there were lots of people everywhere this weekend. It was very busy. And as I looked around this week with the people, the family, the activities, I couldn't help but wonder how you're doing, really doing. I got to thinking how sometimes we're full of people all around us and yet we're quietly suffering, quietly hurting in the midst of the busy, the sounds, and the people. So today, I want to go on this self-discovery with you and delve into a topic that often gets misunderstood, and that's the profound difference between solitude and loneliness. And the reason I wanted to speak to this topic today is that I think that during the start of the holiday festivities this season, is that at times we can be full of people and life around us and yet feel a sense of loneliness and even momentary loneliness. And I want to unpack that a bit today. And you know, I can say f- that for the most part, I have not experienced a lot of loneliness, but that doesn't mean I haven't. And it was really interesting because this weekend I did feel that sense of loneliness. And sometimes that can happen being surrounded by the people we love and the people that love us and being surrounded by lots of things and lots of stimulation. And you can be lonely. You could be lonely. There could be things that are causing you to have this sensation of not being connected. And that happened to me this week. It was really interesting that I could be in awareness of it. And we can be cognizant of the sense of loneliness. And I think there's some logic to this as it happens. And so I want to start out by clarifying what solitude and loneliness truly mean. Solitude is a choice, a state of being alone that is embraced for self-reflection, growth and rejuvenation. Argo, why I felt rejuvenated, right? On the other hand, loneliness is an involuntary feeling of isolation often accompanied by a sense of emptiness and disconnection. And I really want to say here that there is power in solitude. You know, as a life coach, I encourage my clients to embrace solitude. And well, the taking in of the solitude can be done through many modes, or it can be done through meditation or through just being in stillness, or it can be in a walk or a hike. And you see, it's in these quiet moments of solitude that we have an opportunity to discover our true selves away from the noise of the world. Solitude provides us with an opportunity to reflect on our goals, values, and the path we're on. It's a crucial component to our self-care and to our personal development. And you know, what was really interesting to me is that I listened to a meditation by the meditation master, Jeff Warren. His daily meditations are called the daily trip, and you can hear him on the call map. Anyway, his meditation really got me thinking and in part got me thinking about this season and this topic. He said something that caught my attention, which I know sounds silly because I'm fully engaged in my meditation that of course I would catch it. But you know, my healthy meditation practice is going in and out of meditation, in and out of my head. But here's what he said. He said two things that really struck me. He said, meditation is the training of being more available to life. And this is how I see solitude too. I see it as helping us be more available to our lives, more available to the present moment, more available to ourselves. I love this thought so much. This solitude helps us be more available to our lives. Thank you for that, Jeff. (laughs) And the other thing he said, he shared was that when he was studying with one of his meditation girls, he was given the exercise to meditate and find his center in the busiest place, noisiest place around or something to that effect. And again, that really got me thinking about this season. You see, it's so much easier to be happy when things go well. It's so much easier to meditate in the quiet and in the solitude. But what about when the buzz is all around us? How easy is it then? Can we find our quiet, our peace in solitude of our minds and even in the noise of the outside and vice versa? Can we find peace when loneliness strikes? Can we search for it? Can we know we can be okay in loneliness? These thoughts really challenged me this week, but in the end, wow, they really helped me. I found peace and solitude and in the hustle and bustle of life during this time, I found my voice and I found my truth. So it was very interesting to me that I actually tried this during our visit to Meow Wolf in Santa Fe, this busy, immersive art place full of people, full of color and full of sounds and art. And I tried for a few minutes to stop and try what Jeff was speaking to, this purposeful solitude of the mind, this becoming available to my current existence. And it was very interesting and very powerful. And the reason it was so powerful to me was because even though it was just a few minutes, just maybe like two to three minutes that I was sitting there, maybe even less, I really was able to find my center. I was hurting and yet in those moments, I was able to find power. I made some decisions from that and I made some decisions that I thought would really help my mindset and it did. And then because, my, because I had clarity of mind, that really helped me then to communicate what I was feeling with my family members. And so what ended up happening was that I was able to speak truth to power. Which is not usually the case when you're not feeling well. You, you normally speak out of hurt. You normally speak out of anger. You normally speak out of worry. And sometimes speaking out in those, from those emotions can really create a sense of miscommunication in relationships. And I didn't want that. I wanted to speak my truth and I wanted to be heard and I wanted to hear. And in those two minutes of silent reflection of just going back in solitude. It really centered me when I came out. And sometimes that that's what we need. And we don't see that regeneration. We don't see the power of the regeneration until we obtain it, until we take the time to do it. And so this is why being in solitude, even in the midst of extreme noise is so powerful. So I hope you do that. I hope you take the time to just really focus on yourself and focus on silence at some point in during this holiday season. Now, I didn't want to go so deep, but okay. What I did want to do, was really to look at the solitude aspect of our lives as it comes in moments or in seasons. And I found solitude can also foster creativity. I have felt that it helps me so much in my content creation for my business, in my job, and in my creative writing. So today, I'm a big fan of solitude. Now, loneliness, however, has the potential to be detrimental to our well-being. This feeling has an impact on us. It's a feeling that can creep in even when surrounded by others. In our quest for connection, we sometimes forget the importance of connecting with ourselves. And loneliness can also lead to emotional eating, weight gain, and really can hinder our ability to live our best lives. And for us, in our Project Weight Loss, this is really important stuff. We may confuse loneliness with boredom, but th- that's different too. You know, at one point this weekend, as the noises were around me and the buzzing was everywhere in my head. I had a very heavy heart for some personal reasons, and it felt very heavy to me, and I felt alone. Has that happened to you, where you have some silent pain in you, and there's so much to do and so many people, but you're quietly lonely? Thankfully for me, these moments are just that, moments they pass by, but they're felt for sure. And here's the thing, to me, it's about navigating the balance between the two. Finding a balance between solitude and social connection. It's okay to enjoy your own company, to revel in the silence that allows for personal growth, but it's equally important to cultivate meaningful connections with others, fostering a sense of community and support. So what to do? I want to give you some practical tips for embracing solitude. If you find yourself fearing solitude, start small. Set aside a few minutes each day for quiet reflection, whether it's through meditation, journaling, or simply enjoying a peaceful walk. Gradually, you'll come to appreciate the value that solitude brings to your life. You know, as I thought about this topic and wrote my notes around it, the word compassion kept coming up for me. Compassion for myself, compassion for you, compassion for the people around me. So, I want for us to explore the crucial role that compassion in the interplay between solitude and loneliness plays. To me, compassion is the bridge that connects us not only to others, but also to ourselves. When we embrace solitude, it becomes an opportunity to cultivate self-compassion. I think it really does. And it's in these moments of quiet reflection where we can be kind to ourselves recognizing that the journey toward self-improvement, self-actualization, or living our best life is filled with ups and downs. And I think that embracing solitude is an act of self-love, a chance to nourish our soul and foster a deeper connection with our inner being, your inner being. And on the flip side, when navigating through loneliness, compassion then becomes a lifeline. And so as we extend kindness to ourselves and others, I offer that we can reach out, connect, and be present with those who may be experiencing the same feelings with the understanding that everyone has their battles and a compassionate heart can be a source of strength. To me, compassion can be sort of a catalyst for positive change for our Project Weight Loss journey. So think in the realm of weight loss and living our best life, compassion plays a pivotal role. Let's be compassionate towards our body, seeing it as the vessel that deserves love and care. Let's approach our journey with a compassionate mindset, understanding that sustainable change stems from self-love, not self-criticism. And so let's carry the wisdom. And I love this, you know, I, I love this saying from the Dalai Lama, be kind whenever possible." It's always possible. So, I want compassion to be your constant companion. The other thing I want to offer is that there is a transformative power in compassion. Whether in solitude or surrounded by others, let compassion be that guiding light. It's not just a virtue, it's a catalyst for positive change in our lives and the lives of those around you. So, I want to take this moment though, and you know, Thanksgiving just finished and it just passed through. And you may be listening to this and it's not Thanksgiving, but I want to thank you. I want to thank you for joining me on this exploration of solitude, loneliness, and the importance of compassion. And I offer, I urge you to embrace solitude with compassion for it is in these moments that we find our truths. And as we wrap up today's episode, I want to leave you with some thoughts. Embrace solitude as a powerful tool on your journey to weight loss and living your best life. It is in the moments of stillness. I hope that you can find strength, resilience, and the ability to overcome life's challenges. Remember, you have the power to transform your life. So embrace solitude as a friend, a companion on your journey towards self-discovery. Make yourself available to your life. and. As we venture into the world and into self-discovery, I want to leave you with the quote of the week by Rumi, the quieter you become, the more you're able to hear. May the beauty of solitude amplify the symphony of your inner strength. Have a great week, everyone, and please share the episode with your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you're ready to achieve your weight loss goal and grow into your most authentic and amazing self along the way, check out our website at projectweightloss.org. See you there.